This episode of This Is Rami is brought to you by Love Shoes. If you like branded ladies' footwear at an amazing price, then have a look at Love Shoes on Bridge Street in Ramsbottom. This is Rami, your locally produced podcast. Welcome to This Is Rami, episode 32. I'm Lee. And this is your weekly podcast bringing you interviews, news, events and other news and bits and bobs and things all from Ramsbottom. On this episode of This Is Rami, I speak to Laura Chepner from uh, Lolo's Vegan and Raw. Uh, we've, well, I've tried to get her on the podcast for quite a while and she's uh, she's been extremely busy, as you'll uh, you'll understand from the interview. Uh, just all the little things that have been going on with uh, with the premises here to name just a few things as well as uh trying to keep a family going and things like that as well uh so it's quite understandable how we managed to miss each other but uh i hope you enjoy this interview and uh, please listen at the end for a little bit more information about what exactly is going on at lolo's around about new year's eve welcome to this is rami i've got laura chetner of lolo's vegan and raw how are you very good. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. No problem. So uh, tell us a bit about yourself and your connection to Ramsbottom, if you don't mind. So I am married with a daughter. When my husband and I decided that we wanted to have our daughter pre-marriage, we thought, where would we like to set up and where would we like to live? We'd come to view our friends, the Frith, who lives here in Ramsbottom uh, for a day. And when we left, we just thought, that's it, that's the place, Ramswatton, we want to live there. Um, it was only a short few months later um, we moved here and have lived here for about three years now. Absolutely love the place, um, as most people listening will do, um, romantic that it is. And so, yeah, that's us in Ramswatton. Fantastic. So where did you move from? We, oh, my husband and I, we lived in the city centre of Manchester, so not too far. So trading the city centre nightlife for the uh, nightlife of Ramsbottom then? Yeah, well, that was it. We um, we were used to living in a hustle and bustle environment. And when it came to starting a family, we thought, did we want to live in suburbia where it was just houses and nothing else? Or was there somewhere that had a bit of atmosphere and a great high street where we could still feel as though we were in the country, but also have that nightlife if we if we wanted it we yeah. didn't know then that once you have a child that completely goes out the window <laughs> so it doesn't matter anyway um yeah. but but yeah we just thought after visiting the place once that it had everything that we needed and so yeah from city center to town center and had you always planned mm. to open a restaurant before you moved or was it something that came along with the with the move no it was um I had always worked in the hospitality hospitality industry from being of age, 18 years old, loved working in pubs, bars, restaurants, clubs, uh, you name it. I did that throughout um, education and paying my way through university. I um, actually trained to be a primary school teacher, went through four years of training for that, again, working in bars, restaurants, all throughout um, my four years of training. And decided when I became a teacher that I would do it. I've trained for it, but somewhere in the back of my mind was a, oh, but I really love this. Um, and then when I became vegan and fell in love with food, 
um, almost like a rebirth because that's that's basically what happened. But I'm sure we can come to that later on. Um, it just so happened that I kind of fell out of love with teaching at the same time that I became vegan. And then at the same time where the Denise Smith lighting shop became available again. So everything kind of fell one place, you know, into place one after the other. So right. it was a little snow, it was a little snowball effect all at the right time, which is probably coming up to a year ago now. Right. So it's, yeah, it's like, uh, it's too, too many coincidences, uh, all at once. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. It just felt right. So I hung up my teaching boots and, uh, took the plunge. Very good. And right. here is Lolo's. <laughs> so did you do any market research before you looked at opening the restaurant or did you just look at it and think this will, this will fit here or? Um, well, my market research basically consisted of me wanting to eat well and eat out in Ramsbottom every weekend and just just finding myself having the same beans on toast or the same jacket <laughs> potato on yeah. uh, with beans. And and as much as I absolutely love the restaurants and the cafes in the area, it did become a little bit monotonous. Um, and so I began to join kind of groups that were based on being vegan and being in Berry, and found that again a lot of those people didn't really have anywhere to eat and but I came became part of their groups and went with them to restaurants in Chalton or Didsbury and realized that there were a few little pockets of brilliant places that served great food but the closest one to me here was Bolton and it was just a case of thinking, do you know what's really lacking in Ramsbottom? A really good vegan restaurant. Mm. Um, and that's how it all happened, really. Um, and from then on, I've just been going to every festival that I can to eat as much food as I can. Every <laughs> restaurant that I can to eat as much. Honestly, my husband is absolutely loving this. Um, we're just eating nonstop. So... I uh, I knew that there were vegans in the area. I knew that there was uh, a thirst for this kind of food, and so I thought, why not? Great! You seem to have quite a quite a good uh, response when you you first well when it was first popped up on Facebook uh, quite a few months ago. There was quite a few people um, mm. supporting it, and you know, obviously wanting to come and give it a shot. Um, but the, the, obviously, there were quite a few people that it's just not kind of their cup of tea but for for those people in particular mm. what would you i mean what would you say to convince someone that's never tried raw or um vegan food for example what would you do to say to convince them to come to your restaurant ah well the thing that always surprises me most is when people say i've never eaten vegan food it's just a, it's just a mindset that people have that it, it it's a completely different set of foods such as Chinese flavors or Indian flavors they're very specific but foods that vegans eat it's just food seventy percent of your plate will be vegan but you just won't realize it it's just kind of switching people to realize that in actual fact food can be made in various different ways through various different techniques adding flavor and seasoning and spices and the excitement of the creativity that chefs can put in is actually what makes that food brilliant. It doesn't necessarily have to have a meat component or an egg component. It's just a brilliant way of looking at food differently. Um, everybody has had vegan food. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I kind of never really thought of it like that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. That's absolutely all it is. It's just, it's just that one component that most people are so reliant upon. If you take that out, then it opens up such a variety of creativity and and, and wonderful choices. So I'm hoping that people who aren't vegan, but who have an interest in eating delicious food, tasty food, organic food, fresh, local, good produce, will come and be really pleasantly surprised. Right. Well, I, I definitely have an interest in eating. I can't deny that. And uh, <laughs> I've, uh, I've obviously got an interest in eating really good food. So, you know, I'll, I'll certainly be uh, queuing up when oh, uh, when it comes been, to opening. Uh, You've been uh, made very welcome. Very good. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll be there, sat there, family or no family, waiting for the food. So how, how hard has it been finding um, like stock and things then? Because obviously I would say, well, 15 years, 10, 15 years ago, it might have been more difficult than it, it probably is now. Yeah, yeah, it's you're absolutely right. I, I feel almost like I'm buying shares in Microsoft at the moment. I've used that phrase a few times, purely because the, the vegan, um, it's not really a movement, but the, the idea of becoming a vegan is, is more popular now than it ever has been. And and as as a collective, it's getting bigger and bigger and growing and growing. And I feel as though I'm really at the beginning of that. And the fact that there are so many brilliant new products out there on the market that we're going to stock and sell in the shop and have in the deli it may, means that it's just really, really easy. Um, I think for a lot of people, the fear of you know, if they've been vegetarian, do they take the leap to veganism? Is that will they be able to have the products that they used to, the products that they like? Is it going to be a sacrifice? And in actual fact, like you, there are so, so many things out there that are available. It will shock people. It will pleasantly surprise people. And to me, to get hold of things has been absolutely, it's been a breeze. It's people have come to me with their stuff, with their organic, new, fresh things. And and it's been a pleasure picking out the best of the bunch, to be honest. Um, I think a lot of people now are making products that are specifically vegan because they realize that there is such a high demand for it. Right. Have you, have mm. you been able to find anything locally? Because I know quite a few of the places locally are, are farms and farm shops and there's lots of meats and dairies and things. So um, obviously you can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be avoiding all that, of course, but there's nothing stopping me going locally for my fruits and vegetables. Um, wherever possible, I'd like to have organic. Um, Pete down at Incredible Edible is showing a high interest, so I'll be delighted to get on board with them. Um, it's very important to me to keep as much local as possible. Of course, I don't want to spend uh, money on air miles and sure. the environment and 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 that aspect is very important to me and to Lolo's. But again, keeping things local, living in Ramley the last few years, you know, keep it local is, is one of the things that I hear a lot. And, and I understand now <clears throat> why that's so important. Yeah, so yeah. I want that to be an integral part of what we do. And and so if there are any organic farmers out there listening with fruit and vegetables, please yeah, get definitely in touch. get in touch. Yeah. So you've, mm. you touched on as well, you, the, the deli. So what mm. what where where did that idea come from you know the whole restaurant and and deli uh, combination because I, I mean i've seen it in jamie's italian for example in manchester they've got the little um store area yeah. at the front of the shop and there's obviously the restaurant as well so where, where did you get, get the idea for that it was purely just to give everybody the choice 
just to have a really big choice. Um, you can come into Lolo's and you can have a three-course formal dining experience, but then I thought it was a shame for them not to be able to also discover that you can have vegan pies, you can have vegan croissants, you can have vegan um, ice creams, and you can have all of these amazing pies and pastries and savouries and cakes. I just thought it would be such a shame for somebody to come and think, oh, well, it was nice. Yeah, it was nice, lovely meal, tasty. But then not actually realise that there's so much more available. And I'm one for a quick grab and a go, especially if it's a lunchtime and you don't have much time. And I was thinking, how can people come and enjoy and experience Lolo's if they haven't got much time? And it just kind of came, grew organically from there, really, just thinking, how can I make an experience of coming to Lolo's, especially for people who are coming from the other side of Manchester or different parts of the United Kingdom because we do travel as vegans um, for good food because we're so rarely looked after mm. in mainstream restaurants. Um, and then it was that really. And I mean, you, you're probably quite familiar with the Denise Smith lighting shop. It's a mm-hmm. big space. It's a big area. And I just thought to utilize it to its proper um, capacity, why not just start three businesses in one? Yeah, no, like, like you say, it's it's pro- Denise Smith is probably next to the Grants. It's probably you know the the most recognisable building in Ramsbourne. It's yeah, although it is technically just a building, but it's it's the only you know it's I think it's the only building with that kind of curve on the outside, and it's you know Absolutely. slap bang in the middle. Everybody um, who's lived in Ramsbourne for a long time or even a short time will recognise it because it's it's one of the it's beautiful exactly. If you, uh, so, uh, has that brought any of the challenges with it with it being such a obviously oh. there's the listed uh not listed is it a listed building yes it is it's grade two listed building and every problem you could probably imagine <laughs> has, arrived, has arisen honestly it's been it's been one thing after another i've had leaking walls damp i've had wood rot um windows smashing i've had ceilings falling honestly it's been it's been one one heck of a ride. <laughs> but the thing is, 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 is I feel as though um, the building and Lolo's and everything has just been growing together. My, uh, my builder and I, we have this special type bond now where it's come on, throw anything at us, we'll <laughs> take it. Um, but to hear Denise Smith actually popped in just today, in fact, and she said somebody was just complimenting the signs and they've said that you've really done Denise justice taking over and it's still being so stylish and, and it still looks good. And, and I thought, well, you know, that's brilliant because I absolutely loved that building. In fact, I looked at the one next door to it uh, that's now a dentist before coming oh, yeah. to this one. And I, I actually said to my husband, I just don't think we should go through with it because I'm lusting over next door so much. <laughs> um, but it was it was taken at that time. Yeah. It, it was off the market for two years. And um, and my husband just held my crying head and said, don't worry, it, it will all come together. If this isn't the right building, let's not do it. And then when 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 that shop came up it all it all just felt so right so I love it yes it has its issues and it's old and I've had to rebuild walls and damp proof a lot and it's been crazy but um but I yeah I wouldn't have it anywhere else and I just think that having it at the top of that hill in Ramsbottom with the sun shining on it every day it's just 
it's yeah. a brilliant feeling. It's going to make it all yeah. worthwhile, isn't it? In the end, when you've yeah, when you've gone through absolutely. it all. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> so, um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners are thinking, when when are you opening? Ah, <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> well, I think now that I've had the last, the very last bit of the construction has happened today. Um, I've had some lintels put in the wall and now that they're in, they they were literally holding the place up. And there is a joke in there. <laughs> the lintels um, were holding everything up. Now that they're in, I can actually decorate the entire place. They were, I couldn't really do much until they were in. It was holding the project up. But now they're holding the wall up. So. <laughs> I actually got that joke from my 85-year-old grandmother, so forgive me. Um <laughs> So the the lintels have been resolved. They're no longer holding everything up. Um, or they are, and they're not. Yeah, so they're in. It's been resolved. I'm hoping I'm hoping to have the shop actually open within a couple of weeks. The till is being delivered tomorrow. There's no real reason why I couldn't do a staggered opening. So maybe get the shop open. Um, and then soon after that, the deli. Um, the chef who I have coming in is coming over to start full-time a couple of weeks after that. So... I would probably say that if we're not up and running by November, then something else has gone wrong. Right. But hopefully <laughs> okay. it won't. Touch wood. Yeah. Amazing. It sounds like you've amazing. pretty much covered everything off, so I can't think how much else there could be that could, could go wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, I just keep smiling through it all, and if it does, it'll be no great surprise, but hopefully not. Hopefully well, not. You seem I've to be pretty upbeat. vibes coming from everywhere for it to go, to go well now, <laughs> probably. So do you think that's uh, been the biggest the biggest challenge then, the, the lintels at the end then? Um, yeah, along with it all really. Just, I mean, anybody who started a project as big as the one that I've taken on um, with a building that needed a lot of work doing to it will know that, you know, one thing informs another and, and it's all just a process of I can't do that until that and I can't do that until that. Mm. Um, but along the way, I've had a lot of laughs as well it's kind of always been an if I don't laugh I'll cry situation um and now that it is actually coming together it, it is starting to feel all worth it um so so yeah I think as the countdown is coming now and the final finishing touches are coming in it's uh it's beginning to feel more real and I, I can actually envisage people being in there and having a good time and feel the atmosphere yeah, you get to do the, the fun parts now, the the decorating yeah, and the yeah, layouts the and things. Part. Yeah, so so it's a really a really good stage at the moment, and the and sun is still shining. So. The sun the sun is still shining at the moment. Yep. And uh, are, are you still looking for staff, or are you fully you got a full complement now? Yeah, we're full full complement. I'm about to put in um, an advert out actually for a sous chef. That's the the only thing that we haven't quite managed to nail down just yet um the chef and i had a big talk earlier today and we were saying that yep probably something that that we need so um we're expecting to be busy so we may as well get one in so yeah so that if there are any sous chefs listening you don't have to be vegan you just need a love of food get in touch great yeah and if you live local enough obviously because it's long hours yeah, yeah, 10 till 10, we're open every day except Monday. Um, and 
other than that, I've got some fantastic staff waiting, bless them. They've all, I hired them around about June or July with the idea of being open by now. And, and true to their word, they've all hung on and keep popping their heads in. And so I think I'm already off to a really good start with regards to loyalty and good. commitment. They're all, <laughs> they're all really impressive. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. They've, uh, they've shown you the commitment by this, uh, by waiting around, but I'm sure they can see exactly what's going on inside the, the building so they understand. Yeah, yeah. Right. So is there anything else you would like to uh, mention or, or plug? Obviously, you've got the restaurant opening. I don't think there's much else than uh, than that on your agenda at the moment. Yeah, no. Um, just to say that I hope everybody uh, comes along, even if they are feeling a bit dubious about the fact that it's vegan. Um, please don't be put off by that, honestly. It, it'll be a mouth-tasting sensation. Um well, I intend for it to be anyway. Give it a try. You never know. You might like it and you might love it and become a regular. Um, I'm really excited to have all the local people come in and try it and just, yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm just really excited. So I hope right. everybody else is. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks very much for allowing me to put a face and a well not a face but a name uh to, to the business because it's you know that's one of the benefits of being local is that you, you get to meet the people who run the businesses and it's not just a, a you know a faceless tesco or, or anything like that it's you know it's just local businesses and it's local people so thanks for speaking to this is rami it's my absolute pleasure congratulations on the award oh thank you very much thank yeah, you very thanks much a lot. <laughs> cheers speak to you soon bye Laura Chepner of Lolo's Vegan and Raw there. Um, I think you'll agree that she's had quite a lot of things to deal with when it comes to the uh, the old Denise Smith's building. Um, it is a lovely building and I, I'm really happy that someone like Laura is there who's actually developing the building and, and increasing it and um, just, you know, bringing it back together and putting it, giving it a new lease of life, basically. One thing Laura didn't have chance to mention was that they are having a New Year's Eve event and tickets are on sale now. Uh, you can get those tickets from Eventbrite. You can go to eventbrite.co.uk and if you do a search for Lolo's Ramsbottom, you'll probably find them. Uh, it's a bit easier though if you just go to thisisrammy.co.uk forward slash 32 and you'll find a link to the ticket page there. The price of the tickets are, is £50, but that does include a... Um, in fact, let me list everything that it includes. It's all here. Um, there is a jazz band who will be there playing until... Um, well, I'm not sure what time they finish playing, but the event actually runs until 1 in the morning, which is fairly standard for a, for a New Year's Eve event. You get a glass of Prosecco. There is a three-course meal. Obviously, it's all vegan. Um, there are raw options available on request. And you'll also be able to, obviously, listen to the music of the jazz band that's there. If you want to have a look at the full uh, event listing, and then if you take a look at uh, the This Is Rami show notes for this episode, and you'll see everything that's listed in there. I would suggest uh, booking your tickets quick, though, because uh, there's obviously going to be limited availability on that. Um limited mainly to the size of the building so if you get on there quick and then you'll be able to get your ticket so did you manage to survive Brownmageddon? i think most of you will have recognized that there's been quite a quite a few more cars backed up uh all the way up onto peel brow um 
most of the time it's it's not been too much of a problem, but uh, it's certainly a welcome sign that this uh, the road is should now be reopened. Uh, even if it is a one-way, it should at least ease some of that traffic down quite a bit. Uh, I hate to imagine how much uh, how much of a pain it's been for the businesses that are on there. I have recognised and have seen that quite a few of them have had to mention that they are still open. That would seem to suggest that there are some people that are thinking they're actually closed. So hopefully they weren't hit too badly by the roadworks that were going on. And uh, yeah, now that the road's reopened, we should all be able to move a little bit easier. So I think we'll all agree that autumn is definitely here at the moment. It is freezing in the mornings. Uh, it's also very strange weather. Uh, we we have a nice chilly, chilly morning, and uh, you think, oh great, I'll I'll shove a few an extra jumper on or whatever or a, a t shirt on, uh, and then it gets warm later on in the afternoon. I'm, I'm quite annoyed with it now, to be honest. I'd, I'd rather it just stayed a bit consistent and uh, let, made up its mind, so I knew exactly what to wear. So a few events are coming up on the calendar for Ramsbottom. There is the Watson and Holmes uh, play that is being put on at the Theatre Royal in Ramsbottom. It's uh, obviously being put on by the uh, Summer Seat Players. And that is running from the 13th until the 17th. If you want to have a look at the events page on This Is Rammy, so that's thisisrammy.co.uk forward slash events, and you'll see... Uh, there's a more or less a week blocked out there for that uh, play. Click on any of the Watson and Holmes links and you'll get more information about what's on. Uh, tickets are only £8 for that, which is a bargain. Another event that is coming up soon and uh, is, well, it's quite quite special to me, I guess, and that's the um, Ramsbottom Pie Festival. Now, you're probably wondering why it's special. The reason it's special is it's well, actually, this year it is a day before my birthday. Last year it was actually on my birthday, and it's. Let me have a look. It was. Um, so we. I've only lived here. Some of you might know. I've only lived here for a year, and it will be coming up to that one-year anniversary, on. I believe it's actually in uh, the next couple of weeks. So around about the tenth, something like that. I think we moved last year, and, uh, you know, I've. Definitely thrown myself into Ramsbottom life and uh, tried to get to know as much as possible about everything. Uh, you know, we love the town and that's that's why we moved here and uh, that's why the podcast exists. So the Pie Festival, uh, if it's always going to be around about the same time each year, is kind of going to be my uh, my pointer or, or at least my uh, my beacon for for each year in, on the events calendar because that was the very first event that I went to uh, on or the very first Ramsbottom festival-style event that I, that I went to went since we moved. Uh, so I will be there, stuffing my face with uh, the various pies that they have. Uh, I think I think I had about three last time I was there. Uh, so I'll try and uh, have another two or three this year. No doubt they'll probably be doing uh, a weigh the pie type thing again. Um, obviously, there's face painting and things, and um, and there's a DJ. So hopefully the weather's. A little bit better from memory. I think last year it was a bit wet and windy. Uh, if it stays dry this year, then uh, then we're doing quite well. We've had far too much rain on uh, the festivals that have been put together. Um, but anyway, that's Ramsbottom for you. Speaking of Ramsbottom, uh, 
actually, no, I'm not. I'm not going to speak about Ramsbottom United, not after the uh, the 7-1 defeat. So that's enough said about Ramsbottom United this week. Um, a draw would be quite good for next week. Uh, hopefully I'll be coming back to you and uh, announcing our amazing draw. Anyway, thanks very much for listening to This Is Rami. If you want to get more information about the podcast or any links that I've mentioned in today's show, then you can go to thisisrami.co.uk and you'll find uh, this podcast at the very top. If you're listening to this in the future, um, do we have flying cars yet? But uh, yeah, if you're listening to this in the future, if you go to thisisrami.co.uk forward slash three, two, so that's the numbers three and two, and you'll find all of the links there as well. Thanks once again for listening to This Is Rami, and I will be back with you next week. See you later. If you would like to feature on This Is Rami, be that in an interview or an advertisement, then please get in touch with me on lee at thisisrami.co.uk.